The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. William Shatner is probably the busiest 91-year-old that I know. It was about a year ago he launched into space, for real. He has toured a very successful one-man show around the country. He's got a best-selling book. He's a staunch environmentalist, and he's back for another season of his show, The Unexplained, on the History Channel. I've got William Shatner on the line right now from Southern California. Hello. Bill, welcome back to the show. Thank you. The last time we spoke, you had just returned from space, and you said that uh, it left you feeling a little sad to see the Earth from space. And I'm wondering if there have been kind of lingering effects. Do you actually dream about that? Well, more than dream about it, Jim. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Lake Mead is at its lowest it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Mississippi River stopped flowing. I mean, what else, what other signs do we need to say the tsunami is on us? We we have no time left to do something about global warming, and we got to do it now, and we got to rise up and do it. And we can't afford wars, and we can't afford lack of political energy. I mean, it's just uh, it's just the worst, and we've got to do something about it now. That's what I came back with, and that's what I'm imbued with. I did a performance uh, at Kennedy Center some months ago, and I recorded it. It'll be a television show. It'll be an album, and it'll also be a music video. The song that... Uh, I will be doing some music videos called So Fragile, So Blue, and it's a song about my experience up in, on, uh, on, uh, in space and what I saw and what I felt. dream is that it's an anthem, like uh, We Are the World. It's interesting that you would bring up your new song because on my former morning show, we played so many cuts from your Transformed Man album because we had so many requests from listeners was it a conscious effort on your part, because I can't remember, to find songs with great poetry? Is that also what you look for? Well, yes, exactly. Uh, Transform Man was, uh, was a uh, flawed work. Some of it was good, some of it wasn't as good. But what I learned there and what I've been able to pursue is combining music and, and the word. And although I don't sustain a note, there is a music to the language, and that's what I'm working, that's what I work with the onomatopoeia of the English language. And in this album that's out there now called Bill, which is on Spotify and all those places, I work with great musicians and songs that uh, Robert Cherno, Dan Miller, and I wrote. So uh, Bill is out there, and another album will be coming along in the next few months. Your book, Boldly Go, Reflections of a Life of Awe and Wonder, it's very heavy, one of the things you wrote about was when we pass, that life force, that energy is gone. That's deep stuff. Do you find yourself reflecting more and more about that as as you get a little older? Well, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting older, I'm, I think I'm as old as it gets. Uh, <laughs> I, I wake up every morning, I take a breath, and I go, oh, good. I'm uh, breathing, <laughs> but you're not uh, you're not boldly gone yet, is what you're saying. No, no. Uh, when I go, <laughs> I hope I go boldly, like in my sleep. <laughs> right. uh, yes, of course. But 
what it does, of course, we are all facing death, and we don't know when we're going to die, but the, the consciousness of it is not prevalent when you're 18. You don't think you're ever going to die, but uh, yeah. as time goes on, you realize, you know, from 25 on, we're beginning to decline. Uh, everybody knows that, but then after 50, you're declining even faster. So you lose your strength, you lose, you lose a lot. Maybe not your intellect, but you lose a lot as time goes on. And so you're slowly dying from 25 on, I guess. Yeah. And, and although it's sad to think about it, it also should sharpen your joy of this incredible planet we're on with all its beauty and with all the people that, are, that can be so beautiful. We've talked about this before when you have written about starting out in acting and it simply didn't occur to you that you could fail. Is, is, that's impressive, or is that just immaturity? No, it just never occurred to me, and then I failed. Uh-huh. And then didn't occur to me that it would happen again. No, I just, uh, and I, 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 that's an interesting conversation to have when we have more time, about do you ever think you're going to fail? I mean, yes, you think about you're going to fail. I don't know if I can do this, but do you always think about it, or do you? Or do you think, I'm going to go, what I'm saying is I blundered on. I just, do you like to do this? Okay, I'll do that. And as a job, as an acting job or performance of some kind. And I just, I I envy people who say, oh no, I'm I'm doing a career move. Like, what's a career move? How do you know what you're going to do is going to result in a career move? So no, I just blundered on, and here I am blundering on, telling you about the unexplained. And I want to talk about that in a moment, but I have talked to other actors who have said that, yeah, I think I can fail in this project, which is exactly why I think I should do it, because it's that kind of the fear of the unknown that propels them to, to keep going. They're thinking, I could fail, and I, I'm going to do everything I can not to. But I don't know whether you... I, I, I'm not going to speak for anybody else. I don't need fear to galvanize me into doing the best I can on anything. I'm doing the best I can this morning with you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope I don't fail talking to you. Uh, no, I don't need fear. I just want to do my best because you're listening to me or you're watching me, and uh, I don't want you to be disappointed. That would uh, in, in energize me in the theater night after night doing a performance uh, eight times a week. You, you you know, you get there on the second performance on a Saturday or, or on a Sunday when you're doing a matinee and an evening performance, coming to the end of the evening performance, you can barely walk, and you're thinking, no, 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 somebody's up there going to be disappointed in me, and you, 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 you get the energy. As long as you brought it up, you've done so much in film, TV, and stage work, I would think that you are most proud of your one-man show that you wrote and directed, and, and it went to <coughs> Broadway and all over the country. You know, that it, it, when I'm asked, as I am from time to time, what am I most proud of? And, I, and my usual answer is I'm proudly talking to you. But that one-man show that I did on Broadway got great reviews and then toured in it from time to time in many, many cities across the states was a work of, I mean, imagine entertaining people for an hour and a half to two hours by yourself on stage, no dancing girls, no music to help, just you talking. That may be the, that was certainly was a terrific moment for me. Um, the Unexplained, it's on the History Channel. I'm a, a big history buff and I, and I love that show. You've got a great season coming up. You must love doing it too. As uh... I love 
doing it. Yeah. I love coming into the studio with a new show that I've got to narrate. If I start the narration cold, I don't even look at it. I read it because it's so the, the mystery of what I'm about to say. And I'm discovering it for the first time. And then I'll do it again. Uh, now that I know what I'm about to say and, and I found the music, I'll do it again. But invariably, that's all I've done. Cold read, then do it again for safety's sake and perhaps perfection's sake, and then move on. And I'm telling myself, I'm reading myself out loud the story of that week, and I find it as entertaining as anything I've done. It's so much fun to watch that show. It's on the History Channel on Fridays. William Shatner, always a pleasure. Hope that you stay well. Always great to talk to you. Thank you. Pleasure. I really enjoyed this visit with Bill Shatner. He was very reflective and deep, and I can't wait to talk to him again. For now, that does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.